welcome back to uh, Devin drinks warm water in a hot garage. You know, um, no, I think this is episode fourteen of the I've Got Nothing podcast. Welcome back, and uh, thank you, all half of you, just um, just one half of a person. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. It's late again. As usual. And and um I'm gonna be drinking water the whole time. So get used to that. It's the only way that I can find that I get hydrated is if I drink water while I'm recording a podcast. That's the only time I ever drink water. So maybe I should record podcasts more often just so that I drink water. But no, not really. I try and drink water, you know, more often than that, but, you know, oftentimes you find yourself skipping out on the water and the food when, when, when things get busy, you know, when you feel like you have a lot going on, you just say, Hey, um, you know, that nourishment and that, you know, that stuff that you need to actually be productive and to keep your body functioning at a level and optimally, uh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna partake in that because I think it's for people that are weak, and I will not be a part of that. So I will work as much as I can, and I will eat and drink as little as possible, um, as little as humanly possible. So. You know, that's what I've been, you know, that's what I've been saying all along is that humans really shouldn't eat if you want to accomplish anything. Um, but obviously, obviously that is s- some sarcasm. But I haven't actually, I really haven't been eating enough recently. But. I don't think my body can physically lose any more weight unless it just starts removing my muscle. I, and I don't have much of it, but it, it'll happen at some point if I don't eat enough food or work out enough, I suppose. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't even know where I am in uh, the, the scope of the world. I'm just... Trying to get by. That's not even, that's not true in the slightest, you know. I'm really trying to make something of my life and make something, you know, I have, I have a lot of plans, a lot of ideas and a lot of places where I would like to go with all of my ideas, but It's, dude, it is so difficult to really get things done and to really change things up. People love to get set in their ways and comfortable. People love comfort and being comfortable in life, which is 
which is where I want to be. You know, I want to be comfortable, but I don't want to be complacent. I'm not comfortable currently. Um, for one, it's hot in here, so uh, I'm not comfortable. But I've got a fan on me, so that's helping a little bit. And I'm sorry if it messes with the audio a little bit, but your boy needs to say a little bit cool. So I'm going to keep the fan. And if you don't like it, then leave. But before you leave, just turn around and accidentally hit the uh, like button and the subscribe button. Just like intentionally but unintentionally, just give me a like. Um, just, just so that people that are willing to, to go through the, the poor audio quality will go through the poor audio quality, you know? And I don't even know that it's poor. I'm just assuming. Dude. I don't even. It's been a long week. Long weekend. Sometimes I overwhelm myself so much. Um, with what I want to do and where I want to go with everything that I want to do that I decide, hey, no, you're not going to do any of it. Um, you're going to sit here and just give up. You know? And I say that to you because I, I bet... Many people feel that same way. But I don't, you know, when I say that to myself, I'm like, you're, you're, you're lying because I would never be comfortable doing that. It's not who I am and it's not what I'm going to do in my life and what I'm going to be. But it feels good for a moment to understand, to know that you could just quit. There is comfort in that idea of just letting the world happen to you and letting life happen rather than trying to take some control. I mean, you're never going to be in control. You're always going to set plans and they're always going to change. Oh, God, I had to take that deep breath for a burp. But it's important to understand that there is a possibility. You know, you can give up on your dreams and I think a lot of people do unfortunately because as I've started to find out it's not easy to accomplish your goals but that's that's the that's the good part you know because Dude, I was watching this. I've deleted all my social medias except for Snapchat. And occasionally I, I have all my notifications off on that. But occasionally I will check in on Snapchat and see. Uh, you know, I just I'll go on there to see what people are doing. Oftentimes I find out that I don't care. Um, but. Occasionally I will check in and I just looked and there was this 
one of those, I don't know, sponsored stories or whatever. And it's called Bling Life. And I'm sure some of you have seen it. And it makes me so... Dude, I was... I don't even understand... The difference in uh, what people's lives can be just off the bat is fucking insane. The, The fact that people can be born into a ridiculously rich family and just decide that they don't want to do anything with their life. They're just going to live off of their parents' money, which is what this one was. It was stay at home daughter that that's what they that's what she called her that's what she branded herself as is a stay-at-home daughter and it just and they are doing it to play off of people like me because it is infuriating the fact that these out of touch fucking no dream no fucking ambition just absolute nuisances have free reign in life Do you know what I mean? There are people out there that have too much money, too much time, and very little humility and very little just even basic cognitive functions. It's just, you know, and I feel I'm I feel bad for these people because they don't get the opportunity to really have a purpose. I'm sure they're going through their own shit. But they're not they're just they're giving up in their own way. But because they had dreams, they were a kid. She did not dream of being a stay-at-home daughter. No, I refuse to believe that. That she, I'm sure she had some sort of dreams where she did something for somebody, for the world, for an aunt. You know? And now she has given up because she finds it too difficult when she's going to be a stay-at-home daughter and spend her parents' money because the world is too difficult for her. And in a way, it's, it's very similar to people who give up and end up just skating by. They give up on their dreams and they just... You know, are depressed and lonely and 
want more out of their life. I think everybody wants some sort of purpose in their life, some sort of meaning. And these people are just so delusioned that spending is some sort of meaning, right? At least you like, you, you, you hope, right? That's what I hope. I hope they think that there is some sort of positive life that they can lead rather than just spending. Not that spending money isn't positive, but there's more that they can do. They don't have to... What am, I don't even know. I'm just... That was... It was frustrating because she just... And I'm sure the producers of these shows are like, oh, how much is that bag? Like, don't tell me what it means to you, but how much is that bag? And I'm sure it doesn't mean anything to them, but I don't know. Dude, I read this story the other day. And I and when I when I say I read this story, it means I glossed over it. And I I peeked at it. I like I opened it and I I closed one eye and I covered it with my I covered my my eye and I just, you know, just just a little peek because I don't want, you know, I don't want to I don't I'm not here to try and educate you and I do my best to not educate you. So like the the least amount of information that I can possibly know about something and then try and talk about it like I know something about it, the better. You know what I'm trying to say? But this Filipino president, Marcos, hid $10 billion from the just from the Filipino his from all of from the government you know from from the people of the Philippines and he I mean this was like 30 years ago but I mean it said in here what his yearly salary was his yearly salary was her, his his annual salary w- was never to exceed $13,500 and his wife was buying 70 carat light blue diamonds worth 5.5 million just randomly 400 times his salary and he hid it from like no one no one knew where to find it He also opened up like the, he was a a monarch or something. I don't know anything about government, but he was, he was the head honcho and he was like, you know what? I'll try, I'll make it a democracy so that everyone can vote for me. And this guy who was exiled from the Philippines came back to run. And when he landed, he was murdered. Or assassinated, maybe I should say. 
these people just I wonder I I just don't know how it becomes this like how do you become how do you find yourself and it happens in every government I'm sure but to the point where you're like hey you know you know Gerald over there he's kind of a threat so if you could do something about that I have money I don't, you know, a lot of people are like, ah, I could never understand murdering somebody or killing somebody, not murdering, killing somebody, right? I could. There are circumstances where I would absolutely kill somebody if I had to. However, I don't understand this. And maybe it's because I haven't been corrupted by the the governmental system or the political system. But Jesus Christ. These people just have, like, I'm sure the Clintons have murdered countless people because it was bad for their brand or their they were saying some 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 stuff but i don't know how do you get to that the and they are i mean they're freaking nearly untouchable these people go unpunished And it just blows my mind that there is, like, we're, (laughs) I don't even know how to talk about this. And I don't know why I'm talking about this. Because I'm, I'm, I know nothing and I've got nothing. And that's why you come here. It's because you want to listen to somebody who has absolutely nothing. But I just feel like it would be such a difficult, like, like you're just deciding to murder people because they're going to affect your sort your sense of power your these people's egos have to be out the fucking wazoo dude politicians of any sort are broken people in some capacity i think i don't know that's a broad generalization but 
you rarely ever like hear super great stories about a politician. You know, it, it's often like they were embezzling or they, um, they're just bad at their job. They're incompetent. They have ulterior motives. The stranglehold that some people have on the government is just out of this world. I'm so interested in that topic and understanding more about that, but I, I know nothing about it. <clears throat> but I know there's, you always, like, all these politicians have such extravagant plans when they're going into office. And then almost nothing gets done. And part of that is probably the fact that as a politician, your job is to get elected, like as a professional politician. So as soon as you get in there, you're like, oh, how can I get elected again? So that's like fucking depressing. And four years is like not very long to get some real shit done. But you have to be willing to just like go in and set a plan for like a for a 10, 12, 20 year plan and know that you're not going to be able to fully see it through but set it up in the best way at the beginning to to make it as easy as possible for the next people in to continue it <clears throat> but i guess i mean even then Fuck, dude. I mean, it's a difficult job. I don't. I don't think anyone should be asked to be the the one person that makes all the decisions. Just seems a little asinine. Did you guys see this fucking this Olympics? Drama. Shikari Richardson. They suspended her just long enough so that she couldn't make the Olympics. I don't understand why weed is illegal for athletes. Honestly, I've never had it. I've never tried marijuana, but why? I mean, it's not, other than maybe some musculature stuff where it helps you recover, which, why would that be illegal? It's not helping. I mean, it's not a, an enhancement. It doesn't make you perform at a higher level, really. It reduces anxiety for some people. And it helps your muscles recover. I don't I mean, so are ice baths illegal? What are, what are we doing here? 
This is just old administration stuck in their ways. Also, her fucking mom died. Uh, I think. I don't see it, but I'm pretty sure she said she did it to relax because her mother had died. Ah, good Lord. There's so much that's just, and also I'm, the marijuana stuff is so interesting because I'm pretty sure there was a guy and you'd have to do the research because I'm not going to do it. I'm pretty sure there was a guy who in like the 1918 or 1900s, he like owned the paper mills or whatever. And he, the hemp paper started coming out and it was like a, a better form of paper. It was stronger and it was like, you know, it was just better, easier to grow, all sorts of stuff like that. And um, he didn't want it to take over his business. So he started all these ad campaigns and all this stuff to hurt THE marijuana, all like hemp products, which in turn ended up making marijuana illegal. And now we're still dealing with this, even though it's natural and it literally grows in the ground. And I've never done it and I don't plan on doing it, but I don't understand, like the logic just isn't there, right? As a person who has a fucking brain, you have to like look at this stuff and be like, hey, who, who's being hurt? How many people are being hurt? Are there any people really being hurt? And there are, you know, there, al- there always are going to be some people being hurt, unfortunately, no matter what the decisions are. But like, who are we trying to help? Opinion. Shikari Richardson's positive marijuana tests one example of how anti-blackness triumphs. I mean, that is, and I'm a moron, but that is so confusing. Anti-blackness triumphs. I mean, I agree. It's definitely more ingrained in the black community, probably. I mean, it does it and the rules around marijuana definitely affect the black community more than they affect any other community, maybe Hispanic community as well, but 
like white people are definitely getting away with a lot more when it comes to fucking marijuana. I don't know. It's just disappointing. Dude, I went to jujitsu on Saturday. And I got absolutely worked. There's this kid that has been there. He's 18. And he's been doing jujitsu for nine years. God. And he just, you know, really just did what he wanted you know, with me, just absolutely took control of my body. And it was extremely frustrating. And I had to really like check my ego at that point. I was really, (laughs) I was getting like pissed off because I was like, fuck man, like I want to beat the shit out of this kid right now. But I was like, I'm literally here to do this. This is what I'm here to do. And if I want to get better at it, I have to fight people that are going to be better than me at some point. Or else I'm not, like, progressing. And, like, part of me just, I was like, man, I'm... I'm shit at this. I'm just so bad. I gotta, I gotta not do this. It was embarrassing, you know? You feel embarrassed. And it's not a comfortable place to be. Because <clears throat> you just like... F- I felt like I shouldn't have been there. I was like, why am I even here? This kid is just re- wrecking me. And he knew, like, he was like, dude, I've been doing this for nine years. He And he told me after, he's like, you, you got some natural talent, you're good at this, you should keep with it. Which definitely helps, because you're like, like, it, should I do this, or am I just horrible? Because he choked me out like three times, in like four minutes. And I was... For one, I was exhausted after. I was like more beat than I've ever been. I was, I was, I had to roll with some other guys after that. And I was like, I'm just, I'm dead inside and I'm dead outside. And I, it like took some mental testing of me to think about it and be like, hey, that's a good thing. Like these, this is a good thing for you. To be humbled by someone who's so much better than you at something. Like there are people in every field that are just going to run circles around me in some capacity. And I have to be okay with that and try and be level-headed enough to try and learn from those people rather than being 
so offended because I'm not as good as them that I don't take anything away from it, right? Because at that point, you're just kicking, I mean, you're shooting yourself in the foot with a really, really strong, like with a a shotgun or a rifle of some sort, something that's really going to blow your foot off, you know? You're doing some real damage. Because you, you don't often get those opportunities in life to really sit back and learn from somebody who is a technician in their field, like someone who is really knows their way and knows how to do something. If you can put your ego to the side in those situations and just understand that that person is just amazing at what they do and see the beauty and like how much how much work and how much effort they have put into whatever they're good at the fact that you get the opportunity to to see it and to be a part of it and to learn from it rather than just stewing because you don't think you're good enough. I mean, all of that comes from, from your ego trying to protect you because you're like, no, I am better than this person. And you get into this denial state where you deny this person's expertise and like abilities rather than seeing them and appreciating them and trying your best to learn from them. I mean, those, those moments are so important when you make those decisions to rather than adhering to what your ego is trying to do and trying to protect you from being embarrassed rather than doing that, seeing that this person has such an ability to do whatever they do and you have the opportunity to sit there and learn from them? I mean, if you can, damn, I'm going to try and do that as often as possible because that those are the people that are really going to make make change and like see things for what they are, are the people that can put their ego to the side and just be humble. I don't know where that even went. Uh, dude, this podcasting is is really hard. It's like anything. Like, it takes time to get good at it. And it takes time to build an audience. And it takes time to just have any semblance of what to do in these situations and how to... Like what am, I don't know what I want to talk about on here. 
you know, and I want to bring something to you guys, but there's a reason I called it. I've got nothing because at this point in my life, I'm just, I'm just trying to absorb and learn as much as I possibly can and try and enact that learning in life and, you know, try and come with something at some point. But right now I'm comfortable being like not ha- really having anything. I, w- I want to, I want to learn. I want to talk with people that I find interesting and I want to just look stupid, you know? No one, you know, I said this one time. And it has nothing to do with, I, with what I'm about to say. But no one gives a tit about your resurrection. And it, that actually wasn't what I said. I said an alien doesn't give a tit about your resurrection. And I think about that sometimes. Because when I said that, I was absolutely slamming one of my friends. And it was one of the most fun times. You know, I love, I love making people laugh. I love, I love talking with people. I've, I learned that like really, I really learned that today because I was feeling down. I was feeling like a little defeated and I like, I feed off of people. I feed off of talking with people and, you know, I, I feel like I have a purpose when I talk with people because I, I can really start flowing off of what other people are talking about and I, I come up with ideas and I, and I see a vision for the future. I see a path when I talk with people and when I'm just in my own head, I'm like, nothing is ever going to get done and you're not doing enough and you're never going to be anything. And I just have to counterbalance that with like some psychotic shit where I'm like, Hey, you're going to be so good at things. You're just going to do amazing things in life, you know? And, and it feels like fake, but dude, everything is fake. You fake it until you freaking make it. And that is real as hell. If you don't feel confident in what you're doing, no one does. Almost no one does. There are there are people that do, but at the especially when you're starting out, everyone's confused. And the people that are going to make it are the ones that are like, "I know that I'm confused, but I'm still going to do it." And I know that I don't know everything, but I'm still going to try. And I'm going to find the people that know things and I'm going to help have them help me figure out how I can do this. Those are the people that are going to do things and make change and create a difference because no one can do it alone. You know, and I'm, I'm spewing absolute heat today. I'm, I'm really just, if you're listening and you're really like really listening to what I'm saying I'm, dude, I'm drilling 
I'm taking a drill off of my tool bench. I'm putting the largest bit I have on it, right? Just, you know, putting the largest fucking bit I have on it, bringing your head over to my tool, my tool bench, my, my bench, vice clamping it down, just not too much, just enough. I'm not going to squeeze everything out. I don't want it to explode, but I'm, you know, I'm giving you a little pressure and then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm drilling a hole and I'm freaking picking up that brain feed Dropping it in through a big tube, dude. Not, I mean, it's not dinky. It's not a small tube. I'm, I'm force feeding you, and not forcefully even. But I'm, I'm feeding you this information that is fire. And I'm, and I'm doing that to you to do it to myself, right? You know what I'm saying? Ugh. I'm talking about the things that I need to talk about for myself. But it's just, you know, it's like a, it's a large tube. And your brain is just, if you're really listening and if you're open to it, if you're letting that vice just clamp a little bit and you're not scared, you're comfortable, man. It's not, you're just there. You're along for the ride. And once I get through that first layer of the, of the skin on the brain, on the head, there's no pain. You don't have pain receptors there. So it's just like, it's like, oh, oh, that's, un- oh, oh, and then, and then we're good. And then you're like, whoa, dude. That's, you know, that's, I'm a, I'm, I, I hate to say it. I'm a brain surgeon. I'm, I'm a, I'm a technician with the fucking tools to just give you some inferno of an of of information. Just get just and I'm not it's not even it's it's hot. It's really hot. It's like molten but it doesn't burn. You know, it's not painful. So, you know, I don't even, I don't know where the, like that was, you know, that was fun, but God, but that was, um, that was an amazing, (laughs) that was an analogy. Wow. Dude, it just got that cough made me so hot. I coughed and 
it made like I felt perspiration in almost every area of my body. <clears throat> it's it's hot in here. And it's from that inferno of a and that molten hot information that I just <clears throat> distributed via a large tube. God damn, that was a that was a good, that was a very good. <sighs> damn. That was an analogy for the <sighs> for the ages. You know? Have you guys dude? <clears throat> can you hear that? <clears throat> what is happening? I'm getting all choked up. You guys see my octopus teacher? I watched it last night. Dude, I was I was in nearly in tears over a goddamn octopus. I mean, that was that documentary is actually it's insane and the guy is insane. It was cool, but also in like insane. The I I mean, you watch some of the stuff and you're like, holy crap, this man was having an episode of insanity. And I don't want to give it away because you should all go watch it. But when but when you watch it, you'll understand what I'm saying. It's and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. You watch it and you think, hey, no one should ever do that. Like the amount of meticulous information, and this is not giving a single thing away. The meticulous amount of information that that man had to go through to do what he did, like, actually scared me. And made me a little bit. I didn't believe that there were people that actually did that sort of thing. And maybe they played it up a little bit for the documentary. But it also, but it still scared me. I don't understand how one, someone becomes so hyper-obsessed. And I, like I have obsession problems with like person, it runs in my family. We we have a weird obsession thing where we can get deterred easily from what we're doing when we find a new obsession, and it's something that I battle with constantly. However, the amount of obsession in this documentary 
made me concerned for my own well-being. And not really, but it was very, very confusing. Not the documentary, but the amount of obsession. If you don't watch that documentary and think, hey, I could have never done that, then you're lying to yourself. It's just, there are two people on the planet that can do that. And one of them is the guy that did it. And the other one's probably his son. Just doesn't make any mother tripping sense. But I was I was nearly crying. I didn't. I thought octopus like octopus were like turtles, and they live for like a billion years. They only live for like a year, dude. A year and a and a half, maybe. And they are insane. I wish I cared about something that much, man. I just... Dude, everyone's a little bit scared. Everyone's a little bit scared that they're going to fail. And dude, I saw this. <clears throat> I saw this TikTok and I I cannot find it again. And I didn't see it on TikTok because I do not watch TikTok. Because it is an absolute brain worm. And I stole that name from L- Lush Life. Whatever. Lush Life? No. I don't know. He's a YouTuber. There's a YouTuber. Brain worms. But um, Gary V. Um, God, I cannot spell. Gary V had this. There was a TikTok of Gary V. My God, that man posts so much stuff. I, I can't find it. Whatever. And this guy was asking, I don't know what he was saying, but he said he was like, I was I'm 25, whatever. I feel like I'm old. And Gary V was just like, I would rip my arms and my legs off to be 25 again. Huh? Wait. Mr. V. What? Your arm, you would physically rip off your arms and your legs to be 25 again? And and his whole thing is like, 
he loves the game and he loves the process. So if he could get back to the point where the process was harder and earlier, he would do it again. But how are you going to do it without arms and legs? I'm sure there are people that do some stuff with arm, without arms and legs. But the amount of like mental counseling that you would have to go through after ripping off your own arms and legs would probably take you out, take you through the rest of your life. You know, from the point of the rip, the great rip, to the point of um, adios, good night, you would most likely be in counseling that entire time. So how are you going to do it? And obviously... He's not saying that he would actually do that. He's trying to make a point. But good Lord, that is an aggressive point. It's like the people that say, I'm here for a good time and not a long time. When I hear that, I think, hey, Unfold slowly. Just continue unfolding a very large kite, right? Just unravel it. Hook it up to your body via a harness. Don't want you to get hurt. And Fly on over to Earth's edge, right? Because we live on a disc. And you're done. Just end it, you know? I've never understood that. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. But hey... Slowly take out the world's finest folded kite. It's not an unfolding sound, but, you know, in this animated world, it is. Hook it up and... Fly on over to the edge of Earth. Take a look. And fall forever. You know, make sure you have a suit on. I don't want you to explode. But once you get there, look over the edge. Step back. Find a diving board. Set up for your dive and just flippity flip on into the nether regions of space. 
because, hey, be here for a good time and a long time. Just, hey, why not both? I don't know. Who am I? Who am I to tell you to go jump off the Earth's edge? If that's what you're here for, then freaking do it, man. Be that guy or gal. Fucking party till your kneecaps fall off. Hey, I don't know. I think that that was it was a it was a moderately it was not my best. I think I still think my best podcast was two podcasts ago. So far, they'll get better at some point. This one I th- was definitely better than my last one, but I don't think it was as good as number twelve. Number 12, I had a lot of fun. However, you're not, every podcast, everything that you do, the next one is not always going to be better than the one before. Especially when you're trying to talk to yourself for an hour. But I had I had a I had a moderately fun time with myself today, and how many of you can say that? Probably too many, and you know what I'm saying. So just relax a little bit. It's not going anywhere. But I think fifty something odd minutes was pretty good. considering I have other things to do. You know, trying to fit this in with all of the stuff that I want to do has been difficult, but I want to continue doing this. I'm 14 in now, and I want to get to 250 at least. And I would like to try and do multiple a week, but good Lord, does this like take up a chunk of your day and usually about an hour. So if you if you had any sort of fun, just know it's a process. It's going to get better. Stick around. Dude, I just got pre-approved to buy a goddamn house, man. And those are daytime fireworks, man. The only thing that they're good for is loudness. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I forgot to talk about is last podcast. I recorded it on the 4th of July and I didn't even know it was the 4th of July. Because your boy has no plans, ever. 
other than work and family. No plans ever, except for this week. So, didn't know it was the fourth until I heard. <laughs> right? And that was at 11. No, it was at 2. But hey, middle of the day. Hey. What? The only redeeming factor of a firework at 2 in the afternoon is how fucking loud it is. So just be an adult. Wait until 8.30. And then hit off that. (laughs) Boom. You know? And then, hey, you get, ooh, that was loud. And, wow. That was Pretty, right? And I'm not, dude, there are kids and they get excited. Those I can vouch for, you know? Let's go set off a couple early because I'm excited. This was a group of only adults, adults, not Adolf Hitler. Don't know why I said that. But also the the firework that was set off next to me. Well, there was the one at two, and then I was sitting outside and it was about six, so hey, still so bright. And I was sitting outside and I heard right? And I said, hey, oops, because that was supposed to go so high in the air, not stay on the ground. But our neighbors blew it up on the ground. And it was way too big to be doing that. And right after it, they had a, a sparkler or whatever those... The fountain, that's what it's called. A fountain going. So that started making noise right after. And then that went for about three minutes. And then right after that, I heard, Hey, what the fuck? And I went, hmm. I was thinking that exact same thing, right? And then I heard, from the people who shot it off. It's okay. We're done. And then I heard from the other guy. What the fuck? I'm going to call the cops. And then I heard from the people who did it again. No, it's okay. We're done. 
we're done. And then the guy said, the other guy said, fuck you. And in my head, I was thinking, yes, I'm, I was thinking that as well. Cause shit my pants a little bit when it exploded behind my ear and I had to fast twitch, turn my head to make sure that there wasn't an alien exploding next to me. And I had to clean the streak. That's all I'll say. But I was thinking the same because I'm now a 40-year-old man who thinks, get off of my lawn. But didn't even say that it was the 4th of July. Later tried to record another episode of the pod. However, it sounded like I was in a war-torn country because it was the eve of the 4th. The, I don't even know. That's, that would be the 3rd, right? I don't know. But it was the nighttime of the 4th when you're supposed to set off the fireworks, so I couldn't be too upset. But it sounded like I was in a war-torn country and I was in the middle of the battlefield and they were firing right over me. That's what it was like. And I'm sure it was like that for a lot of people. And also, my dog wanted to defend the house the whole time. So I had bombs going off and I also had a dog barking. (laughs) Barking. So I couldn't, and it was also horrible because I just was not in the right mindset. But, you know, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take time. It's going to take me putting out horrible podcasts that probably misrepresent who I am a little bit. And then I'm going to have to go back and be like, hey, that's not really who I was. You know? So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to keep doing it because that's who I am. I do it. I do it lots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, if you did listen this far, I sincerely appreciate it. It was, I'm, I'm happy that you listened this far and felt intrigued enough to listen all the way. If you did, subscribe, like, do whatever the platform that you're on asks you to do, rate. Just like, just, you know, give me, give me a little dopamine rush, you know? Because I don't get it from our social media anymore. So I need, I need a little dopamine from the pod. And just, you know, tell me, tell me what your least favorite part was and I'll do it again in the next one. Because I'm here for me and not for you. But I'm also here for you who is probably not here for me, but could be here for me and is most likely here for me. Um, but I'm here because I want to be mentally uh, well. Mentally well. And this is my way of uh, thinking 
thinking things through and um, seeing my faulty thoughts. So uh, if you if you enjoyed, you're welcome. Um, but also thank you and like and subscribe, rate, and share it. Um, say, hey, Grandma, this guy talks about a war-torn country. Weren't you in a war-torn country? Um, have a listen. And then, like, maybe I'll grow a nice following of older grandmothers who are eventually going to die. Wow. Um, yeah. You know? You, you realize these things at some point, so I'm sorry if I was the one who brought that to you. But, um, yeah, have a, have a wonderful day, evening, night, um, morning, uh, Kwanzaa, and we'll see you in the f- uh, 15th ep- uh, episode, who, which is going to have a guest, and I'm excited about it, and I haven't seen him in a long time. And I'm excited about it, and we're going to do it, and it's going to happen soon. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun, and it'll probably be worse than this one. Um, but uh, who's, to, who's, to, who's to judge? I, I mean, I sound like I'm insane right now, which... <laughs> I'll leave you with that.